Welcome to the Cowbell Fever Podcast. Every year, a few intrepid Berkey skiers make a quick switch and, a few weeks after the Berkey, run the Boston Marathon. It's been said, in the New York Times, no less, uh, many years back, that the Berkey is the Boston Marathon of American cross-country skiing. It's actually not that bad a comparison. Both races are the most prestigious big citizens races in the country in their respective sports, and in Boston's case, maybe in the world. They both have iconic, difficult point-to-point courses and, of course, the best finish lines around. While left on railroad, right on Main Street, might not be emblazoned on t-shirts the way right on Hereford, left on Boylston is, although, uh, Berkey, product idea, coming down Main Street and coming down Boylston are two of the top achievements in American endurance sport. While most skiers finish the Berkey and begin to wind down their seasons, looking forward to taking a break in April before ramping up summer training, a small contingent of us turn to Boston, which occurs, depending on the year, just seven or eight weeks later. I've made the Berkey to Boston transition three times, and a couple of years ago, the Berkey office put me in touch with similar athletes, about 30 of us, who are going to do the same thing in 2020. I get everything sort of straightened out, and I sent out an email on March 9th of 2020, and the project, as you might imagine, was quickly put on a back burner. But 2022 is a new year, and I reached back out and found another actually mostly different set of skier runners. Many of them wanted to participate, and rather than try and manage scheduling and editing a group chat, which would have been difficult, I asked each to record themselves answering some prompts, which is why you sort of will hear the same question and answer pattern. And I asked them things like whether they come from a running or a skiing background, how their Berkey went, what their training plan looks like, and how it's going from one event to the other. I really enjoyed getting to hear the stories, and I hope to meet up with some after the race. I'm actually the only local from Massachusetts this year who skied the Berkey and also going to Hopkinton in a couple of weeks. So I hope you enjoy their stories too. Some quick background about Boston. Like the Berkey, it has waves and qualification, but to run in Boston, you actually need to run another marathon, a Boston qualifier or a BQ standard. This varies by age and gender and just allows you to apply for entry. Most years, they have more qualified runners than slots. So they only take the fastest qualified runners. Although this year, they're actually able to take every qualifier. You can qualify with pretty much any certified marathon course and people do so from around the country. Something like 85% of runners who run Boston are actually from out of state. There's a lot of diversity amongst Berkey skiers. We have people who skied their first Berkey and are running their first Boston. We have people who skied 10 or 20 of each. This year's Berkey to Boston crew hail from Wisconsin, Minnesota, Washington, both the state and D.C., Texas, actually two people from Texas, California, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, New Hampshire, Maine, New York, and, yes, your podcaster from Boston. Finally, if you haven't filled out the podcast listener survey yet, it would be great if you did. This has been really helpful so far, and I'd like to get more people to fill it out. So if you go to tinyurl.com slash survey, again, tinyurl.com slash survey, that would be great. If you've already done it, thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the show, and I'll remind you about that survey at the end, too. Hi, this is Jennifer Som. And I am from Issaquah, Washington, which is just outside of Seattle. I do consider myself probably more of a runner than a skier. I really enjoy both, but probably run a lot more during the year than I ski. I have completed five uh, Berkeys. This will be my third Boston Marathon. Um, I qualified for this year's race out here locally, um, running a race called the Light at the End of the Tunnel Marathon that goes from Snoqualmie Pass uh, to North Bend in Washington State. Um, It's run um, on a beautiful old uh, converted um, railway um, path, and so it's a nice gravel path and shady, and uh, 
you know, goes over some railroad trestles and through the woods and stuff and uh, quite beautiful. Uh, my Berkey this year uh, was awesome. Um, I got my personal best time, um, which at age uh, 48 is nice to still <laughs> be able to do. Yeah, I just had a, a great day. Um, the weather was perfect. Uh, my whole family came. And in fact, my husband and oldest son uh, did the cordy together. So we came out and spent kind of a long weekend um, in the Hayward area and rented a cabin. You know, I only got on snow one day a week, um, maybe a couple extra days over, you know, Christmas break or something, but it was mostly just a long day on Saturday. And I prioritized the rest of the workouts during the week for running. I think that's something that I learned from doing the Berkey to Boston in the past. The decision to run Boston this year, uh, there were a few reasons. It's a great race, so it's always nice to to qualify and go do that. Uh, but my parents also live on Cape Cod in Massachusetts, about an hour from Boston. I have three kids who have spring break that week leading up to the Boston Marathon, plus it's Easter Sunday the day before, and it's a great excuse to go and um, visit my parents for you know Easter and spring break and the Boston kind of all in one week with my family. And also, even more important, uh, we haven't visited them since the start of the pandemic, so that makes it especially fun to be going and seeing them uh, this year. This is not my first Berkey to Boston. I did it one other year in 2014. So I have learned that cross-country skiing and running are actually pretty good complements, you know, as part of a fitness training. You know, with cross-country skiing, you get much lower impact. You get a lot of core strengthening and upper body versus running. You get much more of the lower extremity, um, but you get higher impact in pounding on the legs so you can, you know, kind of do both over the course of the week and not stress the exact same muscle groups. Uh, but it is difficult because it's, you know, when I would do my long Saturday training uh, for the Berkey um, up here um, at the Mountain Pass, I'd have a great day, but then I would be <laughs> exhausted on Sunday, which is often was my long run day. So that made it a little tricky. And there are only so many days in the week that you can you know, and so many hours that you can exercise, you know, especially if you work and have a family. So it's hard to kind of give enough attention to both Berkey and Boston. So I, I do think you probably end up compromising a little bit in your training plan for both of them. But I enjoy both races and they just happen to kind of overlap around the same time of the year. So I don't, I don't know which one I would drop. <laughs> and so I'll probably keep doing it, you know, more in the future, maybe not every year, but uh, would definitely uh, do it again. I've often mentioned, you know, doing Berkey in Boston in a year, but I had no idea that this was actually a thing that many other people did. And the fact that you're actually doing a podcast about it is pretty cool. My name is Jenny and I'm from Middleton, Wisconsin. And I am definitely a runner at heart. Running is hands down my first love. Um, so my husband and I signed up for our first Berkey though in December of 2012 before we even bought skis or learned how to skate, which in hindsight was probably a really good way to force ourselves to learn. We're both endurance sports enthusiasts and we're just dreading the Wisconsin winter and learning to skate ski and committing to the Berkey every year since then has made them fly by. So while I'd rather be running in 70 degrees, if it's 10 and snowing, skiing is pretty magical. Since 2012, I've skied nine Berkeys and two pregnant Cordies, and I always tell my kids that 
They've skied the Berkey course already, so they'll definitely be ready when they're old enough. I've never run Boston before, and it honestly wasn't even on my radar. So I signed up to do the No Frills Marathon in northern Wisconsin, and it was a beautiful, small marathon that goes along the whole Bearskin Trail. My only other marathon before that was 18 years ago. It was a total suffer fest because I truly had no idea how to train or manage fueling, so it was pretty rough. But I've never stopped running and loving it, so I just decided it was time to show myself I could do it again, and maybe this time it would be better, which it definitely was. And out of my two marathons, this last one was a PR by 56 minutes, and I qualified for Boston. It still wasn't even on my radar to run Boston after I qualified. It was actually my husband that basically told me I was crazy and that it's potentially a once in a lifetime experience. So we had also lived in the Boston area from 2012 to 2015. So it's really an excellent excuse to see some friends and go to a game at Fenway. So this obviously is my first Berkey to Boston. And when I started training, I told myself I could target both as kind of A races, which I quickly realized probably wasn't realistic for me, especially with two little kids and full-time work and a husband also training for his 11th Berkey this winter. And we also didn't have great snow in Madison, and I decided running a marathon is harder for me than skiing one, so mostly ran, skied some of my shorter, easier run workouts, and then got in a handful of two to three hour skis instead of some long runs in January and February. And a couple extra days off after the Berkey, of course. (laughs) So my Berkey this year was fun. I even asked myself repeatedly during it, is this really fun for you right now? Or is this like type two fun? And you're going to think it was fun later. But every time I asked myself, I was truly having fun in that moment. The only time I wasn't uh, was that hill with like 8k to go. That was not fun. But really, it just flew by. Wasn't my best time, but probably probably held my way for another year. And now on to Boston, and I am just beyond excited to have the experience. See the course, the crowds, see some of the places I loved when I lived there, all the while running with tens of thousands of other like-minded people. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm from a suburb of Minneapolis, um, but I currently live in Washington, D.C., I'm doing Berkey to Boston this year. I came to this from mostly a running background. I both ran and skied in high school, and then I ran in college, and I mostly run now because the skiing opportunities in DC are basically zero, and the trail running here is actually really good. This is both my first Berkey and my first Boston. I qualified at Grandma's Marathon last summer, and I knew that I wanted to try to qualify for Boston during that race, and that if I did qualify, Boston would be my next marathon. And then while I was home for the race last summer, I was visiting some friends in Minneapolis who were all talking about doing the Berkey this winter, um, and they made me really hyped and want to ski it with them. And so I like looked at my calendar and was like, well, there's six weeks between the two. That's enough time to, to recover and do both, and registered, and haven't regretted it so far. Uh, My funny story about my training process is that I actually barely skied going into the Berkey, which is maybe my most questionable decision um, in this whole thing. There's just not enough snow in D.C., and there's no cross-country ski trails locally, and I don't have a car to drive to any trails that are farther away. Um, And also, roller skiing has always scared the crap out of me, uh, to be honest, because it's like roller skating, but more dangerous. And also, it's like skiing, but without a soft surface to land on when you fall. So I was not going to be roller skiing. 
I was home in Minnesota over the holidays for like a week and a half, and I skied every day while I was there. And then I actually gave myself a knee injury uh, by jumping back into skiing too quickly. Uh, so then I also couldn't run for most of January. Um, once I was healed up, my training was strictly running and doing some light ski specific strength training. Um, but yeah, I had a week and a half of ski training going into the Berkey. And I thought the Berkey was going to feel really iffy after that, but it went just fine. Um, I think the strength training was really the key. And I had a strong enough cardio base uh, to get me through it. And the race experience itself was absolutely amazing. Um, the energy and the community and everything is just so incredible and unique. Um, I've definitely caught the bug and I will for sure be back uh, to try to get a higher wave placement. And right now I'm feeling pretty recovered and ready for Boston. I jumped right back into training after the Berkey and uh, was feeling fatigued and everything for about a week. But since then, I uh, have been doing well. My name is Andy Comp, and I am from Chatech, Wisconsin, which is about an hour south of Hayward, a uh, long ways west of Boston. I consider myself uh, a runner. I took up skiing two years ago, and so I'm still learning. First, Boston this year, and second, Berkey this year. Originally in 2019, I ran Mankato Marathon and qualified. Then we had 2020, then we had 2021, and my time wasn't good enough, so I I ran at another local race, which is Eau Claire Marathon, uh, last fall, and qualified a little over 10 minutes under my cutoff time, so it worked out well, especially when it took everybody this year. My Berkey 2022 was fantastic. It was my first real Berkey. Last year with the uh, changed around course where we went back to cable wasn't didn't seem like a real Berkey and this year I got to experience the whole thing and coming into Hayward and over the bridge and uh, it was fantastic uh, I didn't do anything different during ski season I um, just tried to get as much skiing in as I could and the only thing different I did was cut my skiing a little short with some probably some good late season skiing and tried to get out running to get my legs used to the abuse I guess the whole running Boston thing was, as a runner, you get to meet people, and if you're a fast enough runner, everybody asks you if you've ever ran Boston or want to run Boston, and so the seed got planted, and then it's kind of a challenge to try and do it and get the qualifying time and everything, and um, so I was kind of chasing after that, and that was kind of a goal, and I figured it, you know, as a runner, Boston, it probably doesn't get much bigger than that, even though I'm probably more of a trail runner, but um, can't wait to experience the whole Boston Marathon. It's my first Berkey to Boston, so I don't know what to expect, but I figure if I'm in good enough shape, I'll be all right for Boston. Probably going to be a little bit slower race, but I want to uh, soak it all in and take any experience more so than just head down trying to run a fast race. So I just I want to have fun and interact with some of the fans and people on the course and my wife and daughter will be there with me, so I'm looking forward to that and a week out in Boston area and um, so more of more of an experience and worrying about my time. Hi, this is Tony Maki. I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I live in Dallas, Texas now. I'm definitely more of a runner than a skier. I've done 13 Berkeys, and this will be my first Boston Marathon. I've actually qualified for Boston five times. However, four times I was in the small group 
of people who didn't actually get to run, having just missed the, the cutoff uh, by seconds or, in a, a couple instances, a couple minutes. For Boston 2022, I ran a qualifying time at both Chicago 2019 and St. George 2021. Berkey 2022 was a blast. This was the first year that we came up with our kids and made it a whole family experience. Every year is different, and this year, though it wasn't as competitive for me, it was a blast. For the first in a long time, Berkey was not my A race over the winter. This time it's the Boston Marathon. So I didn't do as much sport-specific preparation and mostly focused on running with a little bit of roller skiing and a little bit of ski erg thrown in. I've been wanting to run Boston Marathon since the mid-1990s, and I've been trying seriously to get in for the last 22 years. When I started out, I missed the cutoffs by quite a bit, but slowly improved. Over the past 10 years, I've nearly missed four times qualifying, and as mentioned, I've actually qualified five times. So I've been so close, but finally, finally, I actually get to run it. From my first Berkey to Boston, I made Boston my primary goal and Berkey a secondary goal. So I primarily focused on the running and let my good aerobic capacity uh, carry me through on the Berkey. I'm really excited to be doing Boston Marathon. It's a dream come true for me. It's all the more special to be able to make it a Berkey to Boston. Doing Berkey to Boston is a unique and special challenge. Each race has a special place in the pantheon of races for each respective sport. It's really cool to get to be able to do both. Best of luck to everyone else doing Berkey to Boston. Have a great time. My name is Bradley Wells, and I am from Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. I am definitely more of a skier than a runner, but it was running that brought me to skiing. In the late 90s, I started participating in longer triathlons and running events and was looking for an aerobic sport to carry me through the winter months. I fell in love with cross-country skiing and completed my first Berkebiner in 2001 and have kept going back every year since. I have completed 20 Berkeys and three Bostons, which includes the 2020 Virtual Boston. I've used the Indianapolis Monumental Marathon as a qualifying race for all of my Boston entries. This year's Berkey was one of challenges. Celebrating my first start in the Purple Bib, a skier next to me fell and broke my left pole 500 meters into the race. This was the first time that I'd ever broken any ski equipment in more than 100 events. I skied the power lines and the first eight kilometers of hills with one pole, picked up a spare pole at the first aid stop, and cruised in the rest of the way trying to figure out the best way to keep the spare pole's biathlon strap on my hand. The broken pole, cold weather, dry snow, and strong headwind on Lake Hayward, all part of this year's story that made my 20th crossing of the Berkey finish line a memorable one. I run once a week during ski season to keep some run conditioning on my legs. Typically a five-mile run that is either a base run or a hill workout. With the Berkey as my A race, I don't do any other run-specific training until I wrap up ski season in mid-March. I ran Boston in October of 2021, but was disappointed with my finish. I didn't drink enough fluids in the first half of the race, suffered on the Newton Hills, and limped in the last five miles battling a cramping right calf. The pursuit of the unicorn brought me back this year. This year's finish will be better. I find that skiing is great for my cardio capacity, but does little to condition my legs for the pounding they take during a running marathon. During my transition to running, I work in two long runs of 20 plus miles during the last half of March as part of my buildup, along with a weekly speed workout and tempo run. It's part of a Furman style running plan that allows me to incorporate roller skiing as my cross training workout 
and still run at a level to qualify for the Boston Marathon. During ski season, I also incorporate classic skiing into my training and racing schedule. While my classic skiing is still a work in progress, I have completed two of my Berkeys on the classic trail. I feel that the classic technique is a better complement to my run training and conditioning. I'm still learning as I go, and I'll let you know how this year's Berkey to Boston transition turns out. See you in Boston. Hello, my name is Lily, and I'm from Hopkins, Minnesota. I'd say that I usually consider myself more of a runner. Even though I don't race much, it is more a part of my identity and daily life. However, I'm currently a student at the University of Minnesota, and I'm really involved with the ski club here, so I have found a bit more community through skiing and do a lot more ski racing. This year is my fourth Berkey, as I've done it every year since I was old enough to, and this will be my first Boston. I qualified for Boston last October at Twin Cities, and that was my first time running a marathon, so this will only be my second. My Berkey this year went pretty well. I ended up skiing a few minutes slower than I was hoping for, but overall I had a really great time and was happy with how I finished. I feel like it's always a super fun event regardless of how fast you ski. Other than running more, I didn't do a whole lot differently during ski season. I broke my ankle last November, so I wasn't able to run as much as I would have liked to in January and February in order to avoid getting re-injured. So skiing was a really good cross-training option throughout that time with the extra ankle support and ski boots. And training for ski races pretty much every weekend ended up complementing my Boston training quite nicely for the most part. Uh, however, it definitely wasn't ideal when I was ready to start increasing my running volume, and I had a bit of a tough time balancing being fresh for ski races while still getting good marathon training in. I mostly decided to run Boston this year just because I ran a BQ. It seemed like a great opportunity that I just really couldn't pass up. And obviously this will be my first Berkey to Boston. I'd say I'm a little nervous, mostly just because I don't feel quite as confident in my training as I would like to because of ski season and being injured. Also a little nervous just having never been to Boston before, but nonetheless, I'm super excited to get there and be part of such a prestigious and historical event, and I'm sure it'll be a great time. Hi, this is Jessica Northern from Gilderland, New York. I... I'm going to Boston in a couple weeks. It will be my ninth running. I've been doing marathons since 2004, so I'm much more experienced runner than Nordic skier. I have done four Berkeys. First one was 2019. This is my first Berkey to Boston. I tried for it in 2020, but alas, we all know what happened there. Um, this one should go much better. In 2020, I had a bit of a calf um, injury through the winter and didn't run much at all, was only skiing. This year I've been able to um, run during ski season, not a ton. My husband isn't doing Boston and he was doing Berkey, so we kind of went all in for the Berkey. Every weekend was focused on skiing and here in Gilderland we don't have a lot of snow all the time. Well, nowhere did really this winter, so it involved a lot of driving on the weekends, but I tried to do some midweek longer runs a few 16s in on Wednesday or Thursday nights until about late January, early mid-February when I had more races on the weekends and I cut those long runs out. It might have been foolish going towards Boston, but I really wanted to enjoy the, the races and try to do my best in those. So I replaced it with some, some hill work and I think that might have left me fatigued on some of the races, but can't have everything. So I'm really fit cardiovascularly. I have no doubt that I can finish the Boston Marathon endurance-wise. It'll just be 
the whole pounding on the legs and whether or not they can handle that for so long. You could tell I'm a little bit concerned. I, I just want to get there feeling healthy, both without you know hurting anything in my body in the training. I had to prepare these last few weeks with the pounding without getting hurt. I had looked, Googled you know, five-week marathon training online. I knew Joan Benoit Samuelson did a lot of Nordic skiing when she trained for her Boston. I you know, couldn't find anything specific about what she did online, but I was looking for other people and I, I found somebody on letsrun.com who did a lot of skiing and then was switching over, but seemed he was like a 230 marathoner. So it wasn't like that I was going to follow his plan because not quite going for that big of a goal. I'm hoping to maybe around four-ish. Um, my qualifying time was 350. Well, I qualified in Philly of 2019 with like a 346 something. So I was under my required time a bit, but luckily we all got in this time. In this five-week marathon training, I fit in two 20-milers, one of them on a pretty hilly course with some hard efforts in, and then just yesterday did another one, mostly on soft surface, flat, with a little bit of hills, but um, we'll see what happens in, in two weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope we get some cool weather because I'm certainly not trained for for the heat. They say to keep bundling up on all these runs and get yourself heat acclimated, but I kind of just enjoy being refreshed and, and cool out there. So we're just hoping that happens. If not, we'll adjust on the day and figure it out. I love the Berkey, trained hard. I know I have a ton of um, improvements I can make there, mostly with technique. I was pretty fit, did a lot of hills. My Berkey went well, um, well enough, I guess. I was a wave fiver, hoping to get up to wave four. I placed a lot higher in the field than I did before. Time wasn't as fast as my last one in 2019. Did not go in 2021. Or no, 2020 would have been my last one. That was a fast one. <laughs> so my time was a little slower, but I placed placed further up. And I, I know I can get better at skiing because I haven't been doing it as as many years. Probably my PB in Boston was back from 2010. I don't think I'm going to get better than that. I can use those age-graded tables and make comparisons. Good luck to everybody who's doing this. I can't wait to hear everybody else's stories about how they go about the transition. My name is Katherine Lee, and I live in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but I'm originally from Maine. And I would consider myself now more of a runner than a skier. Originally, I was definitely more of a skier than a runner, but running became an end of its own as I got better at that in my off-season training for skiing. I've skied nine Berkeys, my ninth was this year, and this will be my third Boston, so I've run two already. And for this year, I qualified for Boston at the Eau Claire Marathon in September. My Berkey this year was okay. It wasn't my best time wasn't my worst time. I was hoping for a little better, but I went into it with lower expectations. I hadn't skied the real one for two, two, three years. Um, I had a baby in between there, so just getting back there and still doing a sub four hour was pretty, pretty good for me. Um, I'd like to do better next year, of course. 
during the ski season and I have limited ability to ski based on family commitments and things like that. So my ski time is really Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I would run. And there were a couple of Saturdays where the conditions were for skiing were pretty bad around here. So I ran. And then I also ran a half marathon down in um, Arizona on the weekend before the Berkey this year. So that um, so I added some running during my ski season, but not a lot of distance. So far, so good. And then I jumped into a full Boston training plan right after the Berkey. And I've been running 45, 50, 60 mile weeks since then. Yeah, why, why am I running Boston this year? Because I qualified in September. It's pretty awesome that this year's the 50th anniversary of women being allowed to run Boston. So um, it's pretty special to have qualified um, to run it this time around. This is not my first Berkey to Boston. This is my second one. I think my first Berkey to Boston was I had better Berkey training and Boston training. I only had one child at the time, which makes a huge difference. Um, having two just adds a whole nother level of training issues. I'm feeling pretty good about Boston. I probably, I don't know that I'll BQ at Boston this year, but I'm not necessarily aiming to do that. I, I wanna feel good. And I want, the, I want there to be good weather. I guess that's my biggest hope. The last two, I ran 2015 and 2018 Bostons. Both were pretty crappy weather. The 2018 was horrific and there was a lot of hypothermia. Luckily, I didn't get any, but I would just like to run one that's not raining and really cold, but you get what you get. And trying to do both is hard, but I think what's good to keep in mind is that doing one sport doesn't mean you're not also working towards the other one as well when I'm to focus that when I'm not running, I'm not missing out on skiing necessarily. It's also helping my skiing. And when I'm skiing, I'm also helping my running in a different way. So, um, and I guess what I really like about training for the Berkey is that it gives my, my legs a break from the pounding, which I do put them through quite a lot. Um, especially the last couple of years, I've done a lot more ultra marathons. So it's just a good break from all that, that pounding, (laughs) constant pounding. My name is Kip Conwell. I'm from Chicago. I'm definitely more of a runner than a skier, but I grew up on skis. I grew up in the kind of forest preserves surrounding Chicagoland, and I would ski as much as I could. It's just that in Chicago, there are fewer days for skiing than there might be in snowier cities. So in high school, I became a runner, and I run so many more miles than I ever get to ski, but I love running and skiing. This was the first year that I did the Berkey, and it was an incredible experience. Uh, And I'm just about to run my very first Boston Marathon, so I'm excited about that. It was in the fall when I ran the monumental Indianapolis Marathon uh, that I qualified for Boston. Oh, it was an awesome course. It was real fast. It's flat. Uh, I think everybody knows it's one of the fastest courses, kind of like CIM, but I didn't want to travel all the way to California for a fast course. Uh, So I ran Indianapolis, and I was real fit, and I qualified... I think I did just faster than 305, uh, and, and it felt great. Like I was, I was strong on the day of the race. I felt lucky. Uh, my Berkey this year was great. It was so hard, so epic, um, so much climbing, but it just felt great. And I, I guess I got tired about halfway through, and I pepped up again. It, it was just tough to do, but it really was just an amazing day. And I keep telling people, anybody i keep telling just you got to try it it's it's such a fun event even if you're not into racing it's just so great to be out there in the snow for a couple of hours and it was it was just a really incredible day i will definitely do it again next year this year's ski season knowing that i was running boston 
I didn't do anything differently. I mean, the truth is, is in Chicago, you ski as much as you can. Uh, there's not always snow. I guess I traveled a little bit to get to the hills for prepping really for the Berkey and a little bit with the same idea for the Boston. Like, Chicago's pretty flat, but there are a few places where you can run or ski more hills. And I did get up to Wisconsin a few times, and I got out to the western suburbs a few times where there are just better hills. I am so eager to get out there and, and just to be participating in races and things like that. The other big reason that I'm excited to get out there and do Boston is that three or four of my buddies are running it this year. We have a little club. We call ourselves the Outer Lanes Athletic Club. It's a joke about being older guys, uh, but still doing track workouts. And, and we got to take the outer lanes because the, the faster people are in there on the inner lanes. But we're still going for it. And, and actually, we're all, you know, really having good results. So, uh, yeah, I think four of us are running Boston this year. And that's really great. I've got them on, uh, on rental skate skis, learning how to do skate skiing. So we'll see if, if maybe they'll have some Berkeys in their future. In the Berkey, I literally didn't know uh, when I was going to hit Heckler's Hill. And, and so like I'm climbing, 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 and I start gliding down. What I don't even realize is yet Heckler's Hill, but there's sort of like an easy drop into it. I'm picking up speed and then I get in these ruts and I don't know what the ruts quite are. I just, I see it's like less good for skiing and uh, and I round the bend, and all of a sudden, whoosh, I drop into the chute, and uh, and I totally eat it, you know, halfway down, and there are tons of people cheering, and they're, you know, like, uh, they loved it, you know, like, it was such an epic crash, and uh, and somehow it was okay. I popped up, I got going, uh, and I was able to clear, but then they saw that I had my mask at my chin, you know, like I was wearing the, the just a surgical mask or whatever, I never took it off, and uh, and they were like, he's got a mask! They loved it. They thought it was such a funny thing. And I think they were good-humored, and I think they would have saved me if I was hurt. So um, so that was a fun experience. Next year, I'll see if I can stay on my feet through that stretch of Heckler's Hill. I'm tired out from training, getting ready for Indianapolis, then jumping right into the Berkey training to ski as much as I could and to keep running through that stretch because we didn't always have snow. And then now the snow's gone in Chicago, and I've just started my taper, you know, kind of this week, really, was the first time I didn't have to do a 20-miler. And I'm so glad, and I'm really hoping that this taper kind of peps me back up again. It's um, It's been a little bit tough, like emotionally, I just feel tired, you know, like my feet are okay, my legs are strong, but for what's going to be like the most exciting race of my life... I really hope that, that my spirits are high again. I think they will be. I think I'm going to be ready for it. It's been a long slog. I'll also look forward to a little bit of rest for the month or two after April 18th. Hey, this is Tony from Duluth, Minnesota. I uh, just finished my seventh birthday. Uh, I'm getting set to run my first Boston. Actually, a much more serious runner than a skier. Kind of do both for fun these days as I'm getting old. Uh, but never got to run a run in Boston. Finally doing it this year. You think about the Berkey, it's just kind of a crazy experience, as anybody who's done and knows. Um, you know, we all kind of wonder why do we all drive across the state in the middle of the night to get to this early cold start line and wait in line to go ski a trail that's all plowed out and crowded with other people. They're great trails, obviously, but you could just go do it on your own anytime and uh, wouldn't have to deal with all the crowds. And I never really got that until I did my first Berkey a couple of years back and, uh, just realized this is an amazing uh, celebration with all these 
other crazy people are just as insane as I am about this ridiculous, absurd sport that we do. And just got caught up with the mass hysteria of uh, of the chaos there. And it's actually a, a very extremely fun experience uh, just celebrating that sport with everybody else who's just as crazy as I am. So when I hear about other people that have run the Boston Marathon, I, it sounds like a very similar experience. It's a lot of crazy people from around the world that just run uh, and it doesn't matter that it's crowded and you have to spend a lot of time waiting at a gold start line and fly across the country and pay too much for a hotel. Uh, it's all about sharing this experience with a bunch of people who are just as crazy as you are. Uh, and so that's why I figured I probably should run Boston before I get too old for it here. I'm not super competitive with either running or skiing and kind of just run every day and do some long runs every couple of weeks uh, to stay in shape year-round. So it's not that hard to get in shape to run a good marathon. I'll do a very, very little amount of speed work to uh, get tuned up for it. So I just did my one annual mile repeat session last week. That's about as much speed work as I'm up for these days, but it gets my legs tuned up for marathon pace and I managed to do it at roughly the same pace as my qualifying time last year. So Hopefully that bodes well. Otherwise, I spent most of the winter, aside from running any day, focusing on getting ready for the Berkey and now shifted over to Boston without thinking too much else. So looking forward to finding out if Boston's uh, as exciting as the the Berkey is. Who knows? It's probably not a great idea to run a marathon so quick after a 50K ski race, but what's the worst that could happen? My name is Thomas Wetter, and I live in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, where I teach in the School of Health Sciences and Wellness at the University of Wisconsin at Stevens Point. And I definitely consider myself more of a runner who skis than the reverse. I've skied 18 Berkeys, the first one being in 1991, and this will be my 23rd Boston Marathon. I started that in the year 2000, although I was a runner much Before then, I did my first marathon in 1979. Um, The first time I ran Boston, I think I qualified at the Chicago Marathon. Otherwise, I re-qualify at Boston each year. And if I run a faster time at a different marathon, I might use that for a different corral placement, kind of like the wave placement um, that you have at the Berkey. Uh, I skied a lot more this year than usual, and I thought I was in good ski shape, um, but my time was slower than usual at the Berkey. I guess I could blame my wax technician, but that would be me. Well, I don't really ski train enough to be competitive at the Berkey, so I usually just do one long ski, you know, on a Sunday, and then I run most other days of the week, maybe five to six times a week. This year I skied more, you know, two or three times a week, and I ran less. But, you know, no matter what you do, you'll be tired at the end of the Berkey, and you're going to be tired when you finish the Boston Marathon. I'm on a streak trying to get in uh, 25 uh, Boston Marathons in a row. Uh, If you do that, you get to join the Quarter Century Club. I have a 19-year-old son who is hoping he can qualify so that he runs his first Boston when I run my 25th Boston and we can run it together, although more likely he's gonna be ahead of me. If I ski the Berkey for the next two years, I'll actually get to join the Birchlegers Club and the Quarter Century Club in the same year. How cool is that? What have I learned about skiing the Berkey and doing the Boston Marathon in the same year? Well, both have hills, 
Both have great crowds. Weather can be a factor, uh, and the finish line looks good whether you're in Hayward or in Boston. You're definitely less likely to have someone take you out, like step on your ski or your pole, at Boston, um, even though the start is uh, probably just as crowded as at the Berkey. Uh, it's definitely helpful to conserve yourself during the first half of both races. Um, lots of people go out too fast uh, in the Boston Marathon and pay for it later on. Uh, one thing that's interesting is the pain and fatigue set in during both races. Uh, you'll notice that both the skiers and the runners around you get a lot quieter and less chatty. Definitely skiing downhill is easier and less painful than running downhill, especially if you're at mile 21.5 of the Boston Marathon. In terms of training, I think you can intermix uh, skiing with running, provided you do long skis and long runs. Uh, even though I love running, in winter here, skiing is a nice change of pace. Um, running doesn't help your upper body and it doesn't help your balance. So that's probably why I'm a rel relatively poor skier compared to running. I think that skiing on a hilly terrain, uh, like we have at the Iola Winter Sports Club where I ski, um, it's a great high intensity uh, interval training workout that can definitely help your running. I guess I'd be interested to hear who has done the most combined Berkeys and Bostons because any sort of extra motivation would be good. Um, also, if there's skiers out there who are thinking or wanting to run Boston, I'd say definitely go for it, because both the Berkey and Boston are epic adventures that you'll never regret doing. Thanks to everyone who recorded for this podcast, and best of luck to all of you on April 18th. Many thanks to Kate at the Berkey office for connecting me with them and doing some combing through the data to find the, the duplicate names. I was able to download it from Boston and sent a list, and then she was able to match them all up. If you're in Boston or if you're in town for the marathon, shoot me an email, info at berkeyguide.com, and I'll get you some information about the post-race Berkey to Boston meetup once we figure out logistics. Some of this is going to depend on the weather. We're going to try to do it out outdoors because of COVID. Catherine, who plays the theme music you're hearing right now, might actually be able to get some proper Wisconsin bratwurst imported. I asked if there were good brats in Boston, and she said no, but that her mom's coming in from Milwaukee and might be able to import some. Again, if you haven't yet, fill out the podcast listener survey at tinyurl.com slash survey. Again, tinyurl.com slash survey. And it's been really helpful, and I'd like to get some more responses. And yeah, I asked for podcast ideas, and you can say Ernie St. Germain. Everyone said Ernie St. Germain, and we were talking about it. It's going to happen later this summer. For those of you who are smart enough not to try to peak for two races in different sports seven weeks apart, I hope you're having a relaxing spring. And for those of you in the same boat as me, I hope you're having good taper. And either way, less than 11 months till Berkey. <laughs>